Welcome to Builder Funnel Radio. Here you'll learn about how to grow your home building, remodeling, or contracting business. If you're not growing, you're moving backward. So we want you to always be in growth mode. This podcast has really turned into a movement and community of people who want to grow personally and professionally. Here we bring you some of the best marketing, sales, and business minds in the industry so you can elevate your business. All right, let's dive into the show. Hey, I'm Spencer Powell, and welcome back to Builder Funnel Radio. Hope you guys are doing well today, having a good week so far. As promised, this will be part two of some of my takeaways from my mastermind events I attended a few weeks ago. Again, just as a refresher, about 100 business owners had to basically pay a pretty hefty ticket to get in and learn from and network from a couple of guys that are doing multiple hundreds of millions uh, in sales in their business every single year. So it was a great opportunity to to just learn directly from people that have accomplished something really, really big. And I'm always a big believer in, hey, if if you're trying to accomplish something, go look at, learn, and study the people that have already done it rather than, you know, teaching or learning from from somebody that hasn't. It's just like the the analogy that like, if you want to get really fit, when you want to be really healthy, you're not going to go learn how to do that from somebody who is overweight. It just doesn't make sense, right? Like they they aren't teaching from a place of of expertise there, having having done it. Just like you wouldn't take financial advice from somebody who's broke, right? You want to take that advice from somebody who has you know is diligent with their personal finance. They've invested. They they understand that, and they've achieved some level of success. So same thing goes for for business wise. The takeaways and the things I want to share today are a little bit of a hodgepodge going through my notes. And I handpicked out a few things. They'll, they might seem a little random, but they stood out to me as really impactful. Several of these that I'll go through for today actually have to do a lot with mindset. Some of them have to do with core values and, and your team, but it was really interesting to hear some of these insights. So I'm going to pass them along and, and kind of add on my, my flavor to them. Um, but I'm going to lead with somebody had asked, we had a lot of Q&A during this time with with these guys over a couple of days. And so people would get up and one of the questions really was, how do you build confidence in like growing your your business just when you you feel like you're hitting stumbling blocks and you can't do it and all those types of things. And there's a quote that one of them mentioned, which is what one man can do, another can do. And he said he always turns back to that anytime he hits kind of one of those moments of doubt. And if you look at you know, some big, big things that have been built and created, you know, hey, if, if somebody else can do it, then somebody, somebody can follow behind and, and do it again, or, you know, get, get to the same destination a different way. But if it's possible, it's possible. And so there's plenty of people that have gone further, faster, higher in different areas of their own lives. And so looking to those people for a source of inspiration that, hey, it is possible. And, and I think when you're doing something that nobody else has done, that's probably one of the most difficult times. Just like that classic, like soon as whatever the, the runner's name was when he broke the four minute mile, like until then people thought it was impossible. And then as soon as he did it, he broke it, boom, boom, boom. Like a ton of people started cracking four minutes. And so I think it's the same thing within you know business. Hey, if you feel like you're stuck and you know it's impossible to get to the next step, hey, go look at and study somebody else's gotten further, further along than you and say, great, like they did it, I can do it. How did they do it? And then start looking for those things. So I thought that was 
just a helpful uh, reminder if you're you're feeling stuck. All right, let me let me move on here. There was another question around how do you like how do you stay on top of it all? Right, there's there's the business and all the problems, and you got family stuff going on. And you're trying to you know take vacation. You're trying to stay fit. You're trying to you know do all these things, and especially within business, it can feel like if you're growing, you know, there's lots of moments of uncomfort, and you hit a challenge you've never faced before, and you know, you're hiring people and they're learning and they're making mistakes. And one of the guys was saying, he's like, I used to just, you know, I wake up and I look at my phone and there was just like problems, boom, just hitting me. And I just, I'd come into the office and he'd be super mad and he'd just uh, start yelling. And he recognized that one, that wasn't, you know, like the right approach. But then two, he realized that entrepreneurship, like the path isn't organized, just embrace it. You know, nothing's going to go smooth and solving problems is the agenda. And so if you just attack it from that mentality and you wake up, it's like, yep, just another problem to be solved. Like that is the job. That is part of what you're signing up for as an entrepreneur is building, building something. And when you're building it, you're problem solver number one. And then obviously you want to teach your team to solve problems. And so that's the next evolution, but there's always going to be different problems and, and more problems that come up in the future. And so uh, this is something I've noticed in my own journey. Been at this just a little bit over 12 years now. And I remember the problems that used to just like keep me up at night and eat away at me. Like I just ah, like I don't know how I'm going to solve this. Like those problems in those first few years of business, I don't even think I noticed them anymore. And it's and it's only because I've I think for two reasons. One, you level up your ability to solve problems, or you've run into a, a problem before. So then in the future, it actually doesn't feel like a problem. You just go, oh, that happened. We do this. And that's how we fix it. And so that's one piece of it is you just have more experience solving problems, or you've already run into the problems. So they don't feel that way anymore. But then two is just the mindset. And that's what he was speaking to here is, hey, this is bummer. That really sucks that that happened. Let's do this, or let's try this, or Hey, how do you think uh, we should solve this? You know, and you can ask that to your your team members, and then they can start to learn how to level up on problem solving. And so, I, I thought that was a great takeaway and a great reminder, and some good tools around problems and chaos and disor- you know disorganized environment, all, all of those types of things. And it's just kind of just saying, okay, I need to get comfortable with that's kind of how it's going to be. And obviously, you can try to organize things a little bit more and apply systems and apply methodologies to how you solve certain things. But in general, it's not going to be smooth. It's always going to be a little bit bumpy and, and that's okay. So that was, I thought, a really helpful insight there. Hey guys, I know that if you listen to Builder Funnel Radio, you are hyper aware of the fact that the way people shop and buy, it's changed dramatically over the years. And for the last 10 years, really since I started doing all this, helping my uncle's remodeling division scale up from about 2 million to 10 million, We've been helping remodelers and builders and contractors all over the country really refine their marketing systems. And I recently decided to kind of bottle all of that up into my first book. And that book is called The Remodeler Marketing Blueprint. And you can pick up a copy by going to the website, remodelermarketingblueprint.com. You can also search for it on Amazon or wherever books are sold online. But I highly recommend you go over to the website because we've got some cool book bonuses that go along with that. If you 
pick up a few extra copies for your friends and colleagues or your teammates. So it would mean a lot to me if you've been listening to this podcast for a while or even just a few episodes, if you've ever gotten any value out of it, head over to remodelermarketingblueprint.com and snag your copy today. All right, let's get back to the show. And then there were some questions around like entitlement and culture and and that kind of bucket. And there were a few good insights that came out of those types of questions. And one of them was around holding the core value line early. And so they were kind of asking like, how do you, the question was more around like, how do you get people like bought in and how do you get them to like follow like the rules and the, you know, the kind of the code of the company and that sort of thing. And, and they coach back to core values all the time. So if a, if a mistake was made and it's, okay, hey, we weren't following this core value. This action wasn't in line with this core value. This is how we're going to do it next time. And, and if the employee makes a mistake, but they were aligned from a core value standpoint, then it's coaching around. Hey, like your your intent was right here, right? You were always you were doing the right thing and you were working on delivering a positive positive customer experience. This is what happened. Okay, so next time we're going to do X. But that's one of those like I think balances where you're trying to establish um one, are they aligned with the core values? If not, then you're coaching back to the core values. If you are in line with the core values, then and, and a mistake was made, then you're you're kind of coaching back to like, hey, this is how we might do that next time. But you're really in a moment there where you're saying, hey, I'm actually okay with that because they were in line with our core values. And that's what we want to see. And, and part of people relying and leaning on core values allows them to be more autonomous. So they will make some mistakes, but if they're always following those, then you're actually freeing up a lot more of your time because you're allowing your team to have more autonomy and make decisions underneath those core values. And so I thought that was good, just holding the, the line on core values. And if people aren't following the core values, then get them out of there. You know, like you've got to, people have to be aligned under how you operate. So I thought that was good insight and good takeaways. Kind of some comments around the entitled peace, entitlement. One of the guys was saying, he says, if people don't earn it and they don't earn their way through the company, they become entitled. So do more for them only when they earn it. And so if they're coming and asking for more, you know, pay more title bump or what, you know, whatever it is, more freedom, more vacation, more, you know, the request could be literally anything. If they don't earn it, then they're not going to value it and they're going to become more entitled over time. And so that was something that, that he said, if you don't if you don't follow that, then it really starts to hurt and you start getting a lot of people that that feel entitled within, within the company and within the culture. So I thought that was really good. They also talked about in terms of like coaching back to the core values and coaching back, they, they always said you're criticizing behavior, not the person. And so saying like, hey, if they if they made made some mistake. Hey, that's not like you. I know you're this kind of person and that's not like you. So like coaching back to that behavior or, you know, you're better than that. And so then you're what you're doing and and forgive me, I'm kind of going through my notes, but what they were talking about is you're saying, "Hey, I know you're this kind of person and that action wasn't in line with that kind of person." So you're acknowledging that they are a high level individual. They are an ethical individual. They are an individual that upholds the core values. And then the behavior wasn't, that wasn't like you. 
you know, because you're like this. And so now you can you can use that that framing in that way so that people feel like you're you're not putting them down. You're just saying, hey, this action is not what we're looking for. And that's not not like you. So I thought that was good. And it was a little nuance. And and if you listen to the podcast before this, I talked about like the difference between, you know, good and great is often just a couple of little details. And I think this was one of those little details I pulled out from this, which was the the framing around how you're coaching. I mean, they they actually talked about that as similar how to how one of them parents, you know, and and gives feedback is that you know, and they always talk about that if you've read any parenting books or anything like that, criticizing the behavior, not the the child. Same same thing with coaching. The last one was around vision, and this will be the final final takeaway for today. But I thought it was really powerful because a lot of times, well, as the entrepreneur and as the leader, you have to set the vision for where the company is going, and so. And a lot of times you can throw something out there and it can feel just super out of reach and and really far away. And so the question was around like, how do you keep people inspired towards the vision and that sort of thing? And, and so what you want to do is say, hey, here's the vision, here's the plan, and here's the first step we've taken. And you act quick on that first step. And so then people can see, okay, that's a long ways off. But, oh, there is a roadmap there. And, oh, we already took some action towards that. And that quick action was is the piece that gets people like, okay, we're, we're making progress. And then you have to continue to repeat the big vision, repeat it all the time, repeat, repeat, repeat. And then you're validating it when you're taking action and you want to show that action along that path so that people can say, okay, another step, another step, another step. And so... If you don't have a clear vision for your company, they said that that's the first step. You know, write that vision out, what that looks like. Then you got to communicate it. You got to lay out the action plan, and then say, "Hey, this is the first step that we've taken towards towards that big vision." So, thought that was really good. Little nuances there: how to get people inspired about something big, but also not overwhelmed with the the action piece. All right, guys, that's what I got for you. So this will wrap up kind of my takeaways from this uh, two and a half day event. Thought it was really good. Hopefully these takeaways uh, were helpful. If you want me to do more of this, I do attend a few events a year, not a ton of them. But if you like this this style of podcast and these takeaways, shoot me a note over at radio at builderfunnel.com or shoot us a comment on YouTube or over on Instagram, wherever your preferred channel is. And with that being said, have a great rest of your day and we'll see you next time here on Builder Funnel Radio. Thanks again for listening, everybody. And as a quick reminder, text RADIO to 33777 for some free goodies as a thank you for listening to the show. And if you got some value from today's episode, I just ask that you leave us a quick review on iTunes. It really helps us spread the word and grow this awesome community of people who are working to improve their lives and their businesses. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time on Builder Funnel Radio.